When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The earthquake shook strongly for about 20 seconds. Ultimately, uh, 370 people died, over 40 buildings collapsed, and over 6,000 people were injured. But among the rubble, a furry, four-legged hero emerged. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Carmen and Christina, and this is Historias Unknown, a podcast where we talk about Latin American history. Sometimes it's horrible and deals with heavy topics like racism, corruption, genocide, things like that. Uh, but more than that, it's also about resistance, power, and community. And today it's about dogs. <laughs> dogs, yeah. We we needed something light after the three horrible topics about El Salvador. I remember, though, that in between this episode and the other one, there's the gum episode, which is a little horrible, but not as horrible, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. But this is, like, just a lot lighter, so. This is just about good boys and girls. Good good puppers. <laughs> good doggos. Yes. Good firulais. Good firulais. Perunos. <laughs> Chuchos. Yes. I don't have more. Oh, who's going first? Yeah, I don't have it. Oh, I, I can first? go first because I have right. two different stories. And I think it sounds like yours is a little bit longer than both of mine. Uh, maybe. Um, Milo is here with us today, but he won't show his face. Milo is our camera today. podcast dog. Oh, and now he's leaving me. So he's not here anymore. Wow. <laughs> But he was happy to hear about today's topic. We're talking about his comrades and he's leaving. Yeah. Ungrateful. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Milo. Okay, so the first dog I'm going to talk about is Frida. Frida? Yes. So on September 19th, 2017, on the 32nd anniversary of the 1985 Mexico City earthquake, which killed 10,000 people, a... Uh, devastating earthquake struck Puebla, Morelos, and the greater Mexico City area. So isn't that wild that it happened on the 32nd anniversary? Yeah, wild. Weren't we in Mexico? September 9th? No, this was on September. We were in Mexico on October. Okay, but that year, because I oh, remember yeah. that there was a soccer game and the whole game like was so quiet as everyone was singing the anthem because it was like the first game after... The first na national team after the, the earthquake in October when we were there. Oh, mm, and I don't we were all that. crying in the living room, including really? Abuelito. Yes. Wow. Did I get there? No, we got there at the same time. We got time, there at the same so. time. That time we had like, you got there like 30 minutes after us at the airport and we waited for you and we all left together. Yeah. So the first game after the earthquake, the first national game after wow. the earthquake happened uh, when we were there and we it was like emotional in the in the field because they mm. were doing like a little memorial for the earthquake and we were all crying in the living room. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. I don't remember this at all, but I'm sure it happened. <laughs> Some of us were crying more than others, myself included. Well, okay. I, I cried and my abuelito was like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's how he that's cries. That's how he used to cry. Yeah. Oh, that's how he cried in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> a little homage to our grandfather. That's <laughs> <I was> coughing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the earthquake struck with a magnitude of 7.1. Um, and in the one in 1985, I think I saw that was like eight point something. And the earthquake shook strongly for about 20 seconds. Ultimately, uh, 370 people died. Over 40 buildings collapsed and over 6,000 people were injured. But among the rubble, a furry four-legged hero emerged. <laughs> Oh my god, I love what you wrote <laughs> among the rubble. <laughs> what the yeah. Amazing. Um Frida was a yellow Labrador retriever. She was born in 2009 and began her rescue work. Only eight months later, she finished her training in record time. <laughs> Usually it takes doggos a year. Yeah. Wow. Frida. Uh, go girl. So she began her rescue work after the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, where she found 12, 12 people alive um, in the rubble. She traveled. Yes, she did. She was also right before the earthquake in uh, Puebla slash Mexico City, because it originated in Puebla and the worst mm -hmm. damage happened there. Um, in Puebla? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So... Before that, I think it was only months before she assisted in rescue efforts after a landslide in Ecuador. So, yeah, she's a... Wow. She this traveled all, all over Latin, Latin America. America. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in the wake of the earthquake, Frida and her trainer... And I wrote down his name later, not in this part yet, because oh, I didn't okay. know it yet. And then I forgot to come back and put it in this part. <laughs> so, um, Frida and her trainer were deployed with the Mexican Navy's canine unit frida became known for her custom-made doggy goggles and her little rubber booties <laughs> she is adorable we will be posting pictures and she this. became a social media star during this time. yeah yeah frida was shown on national tv as she ran toward the rubble and on occasions people gathered and clapped as she moved across mexico city on the back of military trucks chilling yeah but you know more than a social media star she became a national icon and a symbol of Mexican resilience in the face of tragedy. Oh, my God. Tragedy. Yes. yes tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever just mix up letters like that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think normal. everyone does. Probably. Right? right. I don't know. Let us know if this isn't normal. <laughs> or is this a learning disorder thing? I don't know. I was never. <laughs> <laughs> or am I just now learning that I have a learning disorder? I don't know. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, so she became uh, an, an icon and a symbol to the Mexican people. Uh, Frida went on to continue her career as a rescue dog, where over the course of a decade, she rescued a dozen people and located the bodies of 43 people. Wow. Frida retired in 2019 with a cer ceremony from the Mexican Marines at her ceremony, Frida was presented with a toy to signify her retirement. And Aww. this is something they do with working dogs like this. Yeah. Working dogs. Yeah. But it's so cute. It is. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're done working. Enjoy the rest of your life playing. 
Yeah, you can play now. The plaque read, Memorable symbols of the strength Mexicans can have when we decide to come together for great causes. Frida, unfortunately, died of natural causes in November 2022 at the age of 13. Oh, last so recent. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, in her honor, the Navy's main office in Mexico City erected a life-size statue of her with the words, Your life motivates us to continue giving everything to serve Mexico. Thank you, dear Frida. Oh, also, this whole time, I thought Frida's name was Sofia. Hmm. That must be another dog. No, it's because there was, during this earthquake, there was a little, supposedly a little girl named Sofia that... Oh, I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was confusing Sofia and Frida with. Mm-hmm. And Frida was accompanied by other dogs as well. Um, there was a team of three... Um, what are the dogs that look like German Shepherds, but they're not German Shepherds? Like a Labrador? No. I don't know. No, I know it's like nothing Mal- about dog breeds. Belgian Malinois or something like that, I, I want to no say. Idea. Um, <laughs> and they all their names started with M's. I just don't, I don't, I don't oh, remember. I didn't write what? them down. <laughs> all their names? Were they like a, a team that worked together or what? Yeah, it or was like, three dogs okay. that worked together with were the one siblings? trainer. I don't know if they were siblings. I just know okay, like they were like a team together. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, that's adorable. I wonder why they didn't rise to social media fame like uh, Frida. I don't know. It's Frida's goggles and little booties. Well, these dogs had goggles too and booties. Oh. Um, okay. I, I don't she know. Just, she just captured the people's hearts. She did. So, on to the next pupper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> On November 27, 2022, an 84-year-old man named Gregorio Romero, also known as Don Goyo, left his home in Moctezuma, Sonora, to go for a walk, but his family became concerned after he failed to come back within a few days. They weren't initially concerned because he used to go out and then he would Mm. stop um, within other, like, little villages nearby to mm. visit family and friends so he would come back like after a day or two <laughs> i'm gonna go for some coffee <laughs> don't wait yeah <laughs> um but after four days don goyo's niece uh alerted the authorities about his disappearance and a search party was put together the national guard mun- municipal municipal something like that the municipal pol- police and the municipal <laughs> that sounds mm-hmm. wrong you should have replaced that. The local. <laughs> the local civil protection unit and a trained sniffer dog were all part of the search party. But after a few f- days, they all failed to locate Don Goyo. And this was when Don Goyo's loyal pet dog, El Palomo. <gasps> his, oh my God, his dog. <laughs> yes. And his dog's name is El Palomo. Isn't that this an amazing is, uh, this is name? Amazing, yes. Like it sounds so regal. In it Palomo. does. <laughs> Royal, yeah, Palomo. Um, so this was when El Palomo was brought in as a last resort. So El Palomo sniffed and sniffed everywhere. Oh. And he led the search party through hills and ravines until he found Don Goyo, uh, where he had become stranded after wandering aimlessly throughout the desert. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, Don Goyo sometimes had lapses in his memory, which is what caused him to get lost during his walk. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Um. I mean, he was 84. <laughs> still walking yeah, around. He was probably, yeah. And he was probably so used to like, all right, well, I'm just so going to go hard on this for, trip. Um, older to, people to yeah. uh, lose Re- their independence and realize yes. that they need help. 
um, and reconcile with like memory loss like no yes yeah so oh that's hard but oh my god i am amazed as el el palomo i know um Dongoyo was weak and dehydrated after spending almost a week lost in the desert. So he spent two days in the hospital recovering, where El Palomo spent the time waiting for Dongoyo at the hospital door. Oh. And I mean, he recovered, and that was all the information I could find. And let's just hope that Dongoyo stopped going out alone after this incident. But if not, hopefully, El Palomo is always there to find him. <laughs> I'm, was there pictures of El Palomo? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I linked the I articles wait. in our notes okay. or in our list sure, of research yeah. topics. And there also okay. have pictures of um, Frida. Well, I follow Frida, so I <laughs> I know what Frida looks like. You know, um, Captain America tweeted her. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Chris okay. Evans, I mean. <laughs> Chris Evans, yeah. I'm, yeah, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America's ass, um, America's ass tweeted her. <laughs> Yeah, he t- uh, when when she was you know rescuing and stuff, he tweeted a picture of her and he said, "We don't deserve dogs," and it's true. <laughs> oh, I know they're so precious. Um, okay, <sighs> they so truly my, are. um, yeah, this uh, my dog is called Sitla. He's a boy. So before talking about Sitla, I have to talk about Sitla's home. So El Pico de Orizaba is also known as as Sitla Tepet. This is the highest oh, mountain. I recognize that name. Mm-hmm. Have you talked about um, it in Spooky Tales before? No. Yes, we've yeah. talked about Cislatepet's sister volcano, oh. Popocatepet. Oh, yes, yes. They face each other, though, so they're oh, okay. in the same region. Uh, so this is the highest mountain in Mexico. It's the third highest in North America, and it's also an inactive stratovolcano. Uh, so it just means it's a cone-shaped volcano that was built by many layers of hardened lava and another word that I forgot. So <laughs> science. It's yeah, science stuff. Uh, Did you have to take subject. earth science at MJC? No. The only Dude. earth science I've taken was in high school with the teacher that we were horrible to. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Whatever your name was. Diaz? <laughs> I don't even remember. Diaz. It was Mr. Diaz, yeah. We were horrible teenagers going through a lot. Yeah, I, I was like extra terrible in that class. I don't know why. Everyone was. It's because we all like we sensed his um, insecurities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say though? But we did learn about volcanoes in that class. Well, I, yeah, I had to take an earth science class at MGC. It was the hardest thing of my life, but not mm. as hard as stats, but still. <laughs> I'm um, not good at math. Chemistry by far the worst. I, I never took chemistry. I, so lit, sure I, I changed programs because I looked <laughs> at chemistry and it looked like another language that I just could not comprehend. There's a reason that I was a psych major. And why yeah. the hell did I have to take art science? Why? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, math is like, I just don't. I, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, um, yes, back to volcanoes. Uh, El Pico de Orizaba is located between Veracruz and Puebla. 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 Yeah, you talked about Puebla too. So Pico de Orizaba attracts hundreds of daring mountain climbers every year. Climbers of all levels. Um, So naturally, accidents are bound to happen and people will get lost. And when mountain climbers find themselves in times of trouble, one very good puppers is ready for a rescue mission. (laughs) A real life um, Paw Patrol, if you will. (laughs) Who's also not a sellout or not a um, not a cop. 
So, um, oh Sitla is not an was not an official rescue dog, but Sitla rescued hundreds of climbers over the span of like seven ish years. Wow. Sitla was a medium sized black and gray dog. I don't know the breed. I think Sitla was like mixed a breed? mixed breed. Yeah. They say that his mom and her pups lived near the mountain. And one day she was hit by a bus and mm. the other. Um, so she passed away and the other dogs were all rescued and like spread out, you know, except mm-hmm. for one dog who refused to go with anyone. He would just run away. And instead he like ran off into the woods and this is he lived in this area. Mm. And he refused to be like adopted by anyone. Basically, mm-hmm. this was Sila. He wanted to stay there. Yeah. After a couple of years uh, that this happened, people climbing the mountain began reporting a dog that would just show up out of nowhere and would follow them, uh, would hang out in the mountaintop. (laughs) Wow. uh, Steal their food. uh, (laughs) And this dog showed up when people thought they were lost. He just had like one climber is like, we were like starting to lose hope that we were like going the wrong way when we saw a a dog and we were like, what the, why is our dog here? And, And then the dog was like barking at them until they followed this dog. I mean, they're so smart. They are. And um, Sila would also show up and like lead people down trails. Like he just, uh, he knew this area very well. And people started calling him Sila after Sitla Tepet because this was his home. Yeah. I didn't even put two and two together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he also became known as the garden guardian angel of the mountain i mean yeah uh, yeah <laughs> and yeah he would show up in people's pictures he would steal their food um but he was also known to hunt rabbits and coyotes in the area and in 2015 sila made headlines um thus making his mark in mexican history so uh someone was climbing the mountain top and got like not lost he had an accident he like slipped mm. down to like an area he was not supposed to be in basically mm-hmm. and um you know see that helped find this person um but also the when this person fell um they looked and like saw a hand sticking out of the snow a mummified hand mm. and a head and it was believed that this was climbers that had gotten lost in 1959 oh wow so because he saw them, then they mounted a search party to go looking for the corpses. And Sila was part of the team uh, wow. that was gathered to look for them. So, yeah, in 1959. I w- sorry, uh, I was going to say, I want to know how they how they got this dog who <laughs> didn't want to leave the mountain. Like how they got him to cooperate or, you know, to like find because he's not like a oh, officially well, trained. As, yeah. As long as he <laughs> was in the mountain, uh-huh. he, he followed would find people, people up and down oh, the mo- okay, mountain. Okay. He just didn't refuse to leave the mountain area. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, so he was used to these temperatures like mm. this was his home. Yeah. So he as long as he was could be there and followed people back and forth. That is wild. I hadn't thought about like, obviously, it's it's snowing and this dog is just like. <laughs> chilling over mm-hmm. there yeah so um as long as he could stay in this area he followed people and helped okay, with okay. search efforts all the time mm-hmm. um oh. but yeah he was so a volunteer first <laughs> yeah basically he was, <laughs> he was a volunteer um so yeah in 1959 a group of seven climbers ventured into the orizaba mountain and during their expedition there was an avalanche and mm-hmm. four climbers survived and three went missing they were never wow. found at least not until 2015 when the climber slipped and saw the mummified head and hand. So the team was assembled, including Sitla, 
And over the course of three different trips, they found the bodies. One of the missing three was found by himself, and then the other two were found nearby, clinging to each other. Oh How my terrifying, God. honestly. Like it just it makes me think of the um, <sighs> the Russian hikers or whatever they were, climbers. There will never people. be another like best episode covering that, um, aside from you're wrong about. Like Oh yeah, no. Yeah, no. We we considered doing it on a spooky tales as like a missing mysterious thing and mm-hmm. then uh when we were throwing topics around uh the year wrong about episode came out and i was You're like, like no, nope, we can't cover nope. this now no <laughs> there will never be anything better than this yeah <laughs> um so uh one of the original four survivors his name was luis espinosa he was 78 in 2015 when this was all happening he identified all the bodies as wow. the, his former friends um because he was part of the missing people yeah. and some of the their clothes were still i mean snow preserved mm-hmm. the bodies basically so yeah Sitla was part of this team Sitla loved being in the spotlight he loved the extra attention <laughs> <laughs> as most dogs do but it was unknown at the time that this would be Sitla's last no! like adventure big expedition shortly after sitla lost his vision oh yeah and so and then um he was taken in by uh he did once he was lost his vision the um adventures into the snow into the mountain it was too dangerous for him Mm -hmm. so um a man named hilario aguilar an avid climber who knew sitla well oh they knew each other i imagine yeah all the times he's been there he's he like got to know the dog and the dog Mm -hmm. got to know him yeah so he took him in and he took care of him during Mm. that time and then Sila was diagnosed with liver cancer. Oh. Um, so in 2017, he passed mm. away. Um, he was buried at the foot of the mountain. Oh, my God. Um, beautiful. Precious. I, I um, read this and almost <laughs> cried. And that was then his was, home. It was his home. Yeah. He refused to leave this area when his re- his siblings were all adopted out. He's he like, was like, like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> I'm staying. Yeah. And so uh, yellow flowers were placed on his grave oh. along with his snow goggles. He oh had a pair of snow goggles he wore all the time. Precious. And his, um, his favorite toys and pieces of roasted chicken, his favorite food. <laughs> Uh, oh my god um hikers wanted to build a memorial for sitla at his graveside but this was struck down by the national commission of protected areas yeah due to ecological safety yeah but his gravesite is still there it's like a a, a pile of rocks on top mm. of it so that it's like this is where it's at and there's uh like little stuff knickknacks there mm. Monument or not, Sila will always be remembered as a good boy, and his Facebook page is very active. Oh, um, Hilario Aguilar still reshares pictures, old memories. Like whenever the memories show up, he reshares mm. them. Like, mm-hmm. and then he also shares pictures of uh, Frida. Oh, <laughs> like oh here, and then it's written. You know how people make pages for their yeah. pets and ri- write it in the perspective of the dog. Yeah, which some people are like, that's cringe. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna follow these pages. Uh, sometimes it's weird but for like dogs like these that are actually they're not just at home <laughs> you know oh yeah. my mom fed me this today like mm-hmm. yeah. for you're these not special dogs, i get it <laughs> all dogs are special but these yeah. dogs actually <laughs> are extra special okay yes. <laughs> um 
So yeah, he'll reshare the pictures and I'll be like, my friend, <laughs> my friend Frida um, did this on this day. Oh. Or, oh, this was when um, Hilario took me to blah, blah, blah. That or oh, I remember that. Yeah, it's and yeah, it's just full of pictures of them. So still active. Yeah, um, there's like, I forgot how many people have liked the page a lot. Mm. But yeah, that amazing. was that was Sitla. Precious dogs. <laughs> yes, amazing. They make our lives yeah. better. They really do. Although half the time I have to yell at Kobe to uh, stop trying to take food. Um, <laughs> like Sammy dropped a little piece of something and I picked it up and Kobe's like trying to grab it. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Milo only eats the food that he likes. Well, I've seen all dogs do, but he doesn't like run to food when it falls. He like goes and smells it. Kobe runs to it, but then if he doesn't like it, he leaves He'll it. He'll leave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, a uh, short, short episode um, because we wanted to talk about historic dogs. Something light. Even and though we did m- talk about the earthquake uh-huh. and <laughs> yeah. missing people. <laughs> There's uh, something uplifting in here. Yes. The dogs themselves. <laughs> While I was uh, doing research, I read about a dog in Brazil who uh, became a salesman. <laughs> At a car a dealership, a salesperson. Oh my god, I love it! Like, I guess he would always hang out in front of this car dealership, and then the manager, um, basically just took the dog in, and he became like the official greeter of everybody. <laughs> I love it. And there's a picture of the dog at the desk, like with his little paw, like if he's saying hi to people. And I seen um, I seen videos of this other dog, and I forgot what Asian country it was where he. Oh, it's probably japan because the shiba inus are like oh my there. god i know what dog you're yeah, talking about the one yeah. that's at the little little like store it's like more like a stand yes yeah that dog selling like i don't know is it ice cream i don't remember what he's selling but he like even takes the people's money and stuff yes I, yeah i've seen it <laughs> <laughs> this was a much needed break from our usual topics so yeah I love when we talk about dogs because I always, because I mean, I cry all the time when we're talking about stuff, but these are like happy, warm, felt tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I hope that this uh, brought some joy to everyone as much as it did to us. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks well, for everyone that listens. I was going to um, say, we'll be not back next week with our regular heavy programming. <laughs> but yeah, with our regular heavy programming. Seriously. <laughs> how do we end these i don't i never remember um well just thank you for listening yes if you are enjoying us so far please leave us a rating a five-star rating only five stars yeah we're gonna leave less than that then just don't <laughs> <laughs> recommend uh, us to your friends yeah and we do take suggestions if you if anyone has any i keep forgetting no one ever suggests that. anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one said we have a list of topics that we are going to cover. But yeah, if you want to add anything to that, let us know. We will do it um, as long as it like, has to do with Latin America. <laughs> yeah, like Latin American history. Something you wish you had learned about maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you can fill out a little contact form in the show notes. It's like on our website. It's also if you just go to historiasunknown.com, it, there's a little thing that says contact us. So. You can also DM us on Instagram. Yes, that is also an option. Um, But yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. And we will catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye.